You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help us spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help others find this podcast. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. This morning, we're in the final Sunday before Christmas, Advent, Advent, meaning the coming or the arrival. Four Sundays in a row before Christmas, we light a different candle. Week one was hope. Week two was faith. Week three was joy. And today I have lit the fourth candle that symbolizes peace. The title of the message this morning is Prince of Peace. I want to read in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. I'm glad this morning for the Prince of Peace. May God bless the reading of his word. The child being given, it indicates in some special way that God himself would send the child into the world. The words a son refer back to Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which indicates that Emmanuel himself, God with us, will come to earth as the Messiah, prophesied, written over 700 years before. And what happened? He came. And today, we are actually looking back upon the historical event. On that night that Christ was born, the very angel who appeared to the shepherds seems to refer to these words spoken by Isaiah also. So here the angel appears to the shepherds in Luke chapter two, verse 11. For unto you, is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. Can I tell you this morning that Christ paid the price for sin and opened the way that you and I could have peace with God. And he offers us a new heart, a heart that will last for eternity. This morning, the Prince of Peace reveals a supernatural battler. Why would God, God, why would God enter into this world? He came to fight a battle that humanity could not wage and humanity could not win. He came to battle Satan and sin. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 17, Verse 47, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear for the battle. 
is the Lord's. Friend, we are all in different battles, but the battle is not ours. The battle is the Lord's. And here in 1 Samuel, here we have the victory of David over Goliath. And there's a lesson for each one of us to learn. Goliath trusted in his man-made weapons. David trusted in the Lord. So I encourage you this morning, whatever battle that you are in, the battle is not yours. The battle is not mine, but the battle is the Lord's. Don't trust in your own man-made weapons. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. David shouted out the victory would be the Lord's. Today, we are going through a lot in a nation and around the world, but shout the victory for the Lord is triumphant. Give the Lord a hand clap and a shout of praise. The battle is of the Lord's. It does not belong to you and I. Don't pick it up. Don't be divided by the enemy. Don't allow the enemy to come in and discourage you. We will celebrate the birth of Christ. If the church is full or if the church is empty, you and I are the church and let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise today. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. And what he shall direct your paths. Don't lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. Everything's gonna be all right. God is still seated on the throne. Jesus is at the right hand side interceding on our very behalf. Romans 8 and 37. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Today, I don't know what is going on in your life. Maybe everything is well, but friend, there's a lot of hurt out there. Today, I think of my, Scott, my good friend, Scotty Beverly, that stands on this stage and has sang to us for over 25 years. His mother was laid to rest yesterday. Scott was not able to attend his own mother's funeral because of the virus. But can I tell you, my friend, Scotty, dang it, all these things, we are more than conquerors through Christ that loves us. He loves you, Scotty. This past Friday, two days ago, we laid my uncle Cecil to rest that's lived beside of my family now for 10 years. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. But we don't have to look too far to find the goodness of the Lord. God has been good to us. Be not discouraged. Be not fearful. Christ is alive. He's the light of the world. And we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Listen to me, the name, Jesus. Sometimes you just gotta repeat that name over and over. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It reveals a God with a desire to save us. Us that are filthy sinners to save us to give us peace. 
John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 said, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18, he that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God who is condemned, not the believer, but the unbeliever. You and I that are believers, we will not be, we are not condemned. Thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. When is he condemned? The unbeliever is condemned already. But light has come into the world. His name reveals his personality. Not just another child, but God Almighty in human flesh. The heartbeat of God was and still is for us to have the ultimate peace of God and with God. His name speaks of his deliverance. Jesus came to set the captives free. Jesus said in Luke chapter four, verse 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Verse 18, the Messiah was to be anointed by the Spirit. The Messiah was both called and equipped by the Spirit. Note the Messiah was to preach the gospel. The word gospel means good news, but to preach the gospel is to evangelize. Let the good news of Christ come in your home this morning. Be evangelized. Have an understanding that God is so good, merciful, and God cares and loves you. He was to preach to who? The poor. Not only the poor in material items, but the poor in spirit. Let your spirit be increased today by the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was to preach captive, deliverance to the captives. You and I have been delivered. And he who the son sets free is free indeed. So whatever's going on, whether you're in isolation because of the virus or whatever may be in your home, realize that Jesus has set you free and you can rejoice and you can be glad and you can worship the Lord right there in your own home. He was to heal the brokenhearted, those that have been crushed by grief, those that have been shattered, those that have been blemished by sin, those that are weakened, subdued, injured. Let the Lord minister to you today. Sounds like a peace deal to me. The Prince of Peace. So let's look back at Isaiah 9 and 6. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Unto us, it's personal. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. The Mighty God. The Everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. 
I'm thankful to know the mighty God, the counselor, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. God has been so good to me. How about you this morning? Jesus is the only one that will satisfy you. There's no satisfaction outside of the peace of God. The word peace reverse refers to a state of happiness, a state of well-being and prosperity. The word prince speaks of a captain, of a steward and a keeper. The Lord Jesus is the creator of my peace, but he's also the sustainer of my peace. And I thank him this morning and I give him praise and honor and glory because he's such a good, good God. He accomplished peace with God when he died on a cross. Romans 5 and verse one, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace with God means we have been reconciled with him. No longer does sin separate me from God. There's no more hostility between us. No sin blocking our relationship with him. And I pray that you can say that today. Peace with God is available because Jesus paid a price for our sins on the cross of Calvary. And today, he extends his peace to all who will receive him by faith. The Bible said, Jesus said in John 14 and 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. The peace of God is confident assurance in any circumstance, doesn't matter what is going on. With Christ's peace, we have no need to fear the present time nor the future because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Peace, wonderful peace coming down from the Father above. He provides his peace to all who trust him in the valleys of life. And there's a lot of people, just to be honest with you today, a lot of people have found themselves in a valley of life for one reason or another. But look up, get your head up and look to Jesus today. Listen to his word. Philippians chapter four, verse six, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Turn your worries into prayer. As I approach the Advent wreath, and I think about the four Sundays that these candles represent, leads me to the last candle normally lit on Christmas day. But I'm not gonna have the privilege of being with you on Christmas day. So we'll light this candle today. This candle represents light, 
and it represents purity. Because of the light that is now in our hearts, Jesus Christ. The very moment I accepted Jesus in my life, that light came into my heart. That light has never went out. And as we, as a church now, and as a nation, seem to be separated and divided by so much. Don't let what's going on ruin your Christmas because you have the light of Jesus in your heart. So don't be distracted. In 10 days of quarantine, I can't tell you how many hours that I've spent in this building by myself. One afternoon, I walked from every office to every different room throughout the building. And can I tell you, it's just a building. Very thankful for the beautiful facility. But when there's nobody here, there's no believers here, the lights are off. It's just a cold, cold building. But when I would come in by myself, because I'm the temple, you are the temple, this dark building would come alive again. When Carrie and the girls sang today, and I sit in the back, it's because of the light that just overtook me. And I hadn't wept like that in worship for a long time. Because of the light, I have hope, I have faith, I have joy, and I have peace. Nothing about the tree, nothing about the gift, nothing about our families getting together and eating dinner together and exchanging gifts. It's all about the light. If you understand the light, then you understand hope, faith, joy, and peace. Friend, let it be well with your soul today. Capture the light and watch God give you your best Christmas. I want to say this before closing. Could it be down the road a year or two or five that we look back on 2020? A friend of mine said to me the other day, he said, Pastor, what don't kill us will make us stronger. Could it be next year, the year after? Could it be 2025 when we look back and realize that 2020 wasn't all that bad. Why? Because of the light. Don't let Satan blow it out. Protect it. Every head bowed right there in your living room. I want to read something to you in closing in John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spoke Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. 
He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. It's only dark if you don't speak light. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Could it be today that the Lord wants us to just be quiet? To focus on him? On his birthday? Today, if you don't know him, he invites you out of the darkness and into the everlasting life. He'll give you peace. He'll give you hope. He'll give you faith. He'll give you joy. Today, if you need Jesus in your life, and we all do, pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me, Lord, for I have failed many times and I have fallen short of your glory. Today I repent of my sins and I come to you, Lord. I'm sorry, but today forgive me in Jesus' name, amen. Friend, if you prayed that prayer, the light of the world just came on in your life and surrounded by that light, you will find peace, you will find faith, you will find joy, you will find love. God bless you. Merry Christmas from the Shingleton family. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. 